everybody, welcome to uh, episode 38 of Stick to Sports. Sean doesn't feel good. So it's all your fault. No, I know. That's fine. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep this quick for my old friend Sean, who's, <laughs> who's always who's always uh, checking his watch the second the episode has started recording. Um, but we both, Sean, this week wrote about the same thing, and people are gonna be, I think, talking about both of them probably a decent amount. Uh, the, the thing in question is the NHL expansion draft and how the league is going to screw it up, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you give a Notes version of what your thing said, and then I'll do the same thing for mine, and then we'll yell at each other about it. It's just the, it's the GM. Well, first off, we should say that it, you know, it seems like there's a chance now that they will, in fact, make the protected lists uh, the unprotected lists public and you know do what everybody sort of hoped they would do from the start so if they do great job but um yeah it's just same old same old boring shit from from the nhl you know the gms gms run wild they run the league oh they 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 said they didn't didn't want their player protected lists uh made public and you know it seemed like initially the the league kowtowed to that and you know, that's is that a huge deal inherently? No, but it's it's also just indicative of of the way stuff is run in that league in general, which is a bias against entertainment essentially. They they forget the business that, that they're in or just don't care. And you know, it's it's something that you can see every single day. And that was just the example from yesterday. Yep. Uh so yeah, like your your argument was basically this league uh you know, can't get out of its way and like actually do anything that anybody would want them to do. My argument was that like basically that is true, but this is like the opportunity for that to change. Uh because you know, Gary Bettman it boils down to Gary Bettman doesn't want to say no to the owners and the owners are just like we'll do whatever the GMs want, right? Right. Uh and the the point I make in the article was, do you think Adam Silver would take, uh, like, half the shit Bettman does from these idiots? No. No. And so, like, this is Bettman's chance, basically, is my point, to say, okay, you know, we're going we're gonna to expedite this process. We're going to make all the lists public. That is baseline, absolutely what should be done. Everybody agrees with that who's not you know, a 58 to 72 year old white guy who played hockey in the 1970s and eighties. Um, two, they shouldn't like the other thing is they're They're like, Oh, but we'll televise what's going to happen. And it's like, yeah, but you're going to televise it 24 hours after the draft ends. And yeah. you're, you're just going to basically have, you know, pick who you want Kevin Weeks or whatever come out and uh and say yeah they took uh you know Mark Stahl from the Rangers and Mark Andre Fleury from the Penguins and you know they'll they'll just read off a list basically well right but like uh, I mean yes they're going to screw it up so how is that materially different than what 
Like, do we disagree here? No, what I'm saying is, like, you are, you're saying that this is basically a guaranteed thing that they're going to screw this up in some way. And I don't really disagree with that because, again, we're familiar with the NHL. But my my argument is more, this is this is the opportunity for Gary Bettman to be like, no, actually, like, I'm not going to take this shit anymore. Like, basically for Bettman to sack up and... Why would you think that that would happen? <laughs> because it's such a unique circumstance, right? Like, this isn't deferring so, so, to the GMs. So you're, you're expecting Gary Bettman in the league to rise up to the occasion this time after literally never doing it before. Well, so in 2000, when they had the expansion draft, the list was pu- every list was public, right? So mm-hmm. my understanding from, you know, talking to people who know better than me uh, is that the league was like, okay, we're going to make the list public. And the GMs really like surprise the league by in how forceful they are with they were with don't do that and Mm -hmm. the league was like oh maybe we won't then so so what i'm saying in the so what i say in the article basically is gary this is your chance to not be a wuss like not punk out for once in your you know in the last decade do what you did 20 years ago, 17 years ago, but put it on TV. And like, you don't have the, th- my other thing with the fantasy dra- or the expansion draft is it's, it's like, it's almost quaint to me that, that, that you think that that's the way it would work. What do you mean? Like, why, why do you think he, like, because, because again, it's like this it never, it, it never happens. <laughs> like if, if, if that's the way it goes down then cool, like, it's the blind squirrel finding an acorn. They're they're now one for one hundred. Oh no, I agree. Like I'm not saying they wouldn't be one for a hundred, but I'm just saying that, you know, for once, Gary Bettman, who grew up or, you know, grew up within this league just being like, let's do everything the NBA does. Like, the NBA mm-hmm. is fun. This is the league's opportunity to like I'm not saying that I think it's going to happen. I'm saying they need to just do that. Like they need to just say, okay, this is it. This is how it's going to be from now on. We're going to actually try. Oh, like, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> it'd, it, yes. It'd be awesome. If, if they decided to pull their heads out of their ass for, <laughs> for once. Yeah. That'd be great. I'll, I, I'll believe that when I see it. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like my my other big thing on this is like the fantasy or the exp- I keep saying fantasy draft. The expansion draft takes three fucking days. Hey, bro, bang it out in like four hours. Put it on the NHL network. Let's go. There's there's no need. The the yeah, or like I don't even care. Like if as long as the reveal is is live, like. But that's but that's like, what like I mean. Send in send in the envelopes. If if that takes two days to do it, then so be it. But but so what I'm saying with the with the fact that we have to like so the the actual draft itself would end on the twentieth, and then on the twenty first of June, they would reveal all the rosters. But all that shit's gonna leak before then, mm-hmm. or not all of it, but like a good amount of it for sure. 
if not the protected lists, you know, after the fact, then definitely the selections. Like, oh, you know, the the Blue Jackets lost so and so, David. Yeah, Savard. that's a that, that's a good point. So, like, just the second it ends, fucking have a TV show. Like, because it ends at like five o'clock, have a TV show at seven. It like it's yeah, so right. stupid. That that's what I'm saying. Like, this so, could I, be this could be reality TV. This could be the. They're not, it's, I, dude. It's not going to happen. I, 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 I can't know, believe I that the part of you thinks thinks that that it would. They, the they're TV not going to handle it, right? No, but, but like I said, my my column was just was just more along the lines of this is your chance. This is your opportunity to not be dipshits for once in your life. Yep, it is. And if they if they take advantage of it, great. But you know, again. They've literally not in not in recent history have they done anything that no. No, that suggests that they will. No, I agree. Like you, you look at all this shit with you know the GMs are all uh, unanimous. Everybody agrees. You know what's really stupid is the way we review offsides. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have your skate on the ice. It can't be you know it could be a minute and a half before you score the goal as long as that guy came in you know, a centimeter off, he, the the whole thing doesn't matter anymore. And everybody goes, yeah, that sucks. It's stupid. Change it. GMs get together. They talk about it and they go, no, we're not going to change it. Yeah. And the league should just be like, well, guess what, dummies? It's fucking changed now. That's it. We're not, we're not having a discussion about it anymore. Like Gary Bettman, oh, it really pisses me off because. Which is like, which is what I'm saying though. Like, like it's. Yeah, of course. It's infuriating. And yet, like in this case, you think they're going to do the right thing. It's bananas. They, I they won't. I I am hopeful that they will do the right thing. I think I think given the fact that it's not like a day-to-day league thing. Dude, the, 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 ex, the expansion process to date has been a total farce from, from, the, from the top Agreed. to the bottom. They, yeah. they Two weeks before the trade deadline, they didn't think they were going to have time to sign the shit that they needed to sign. To, to be a technical franchise at, at the start of the, you know, an operating franchise at the start of the trade deadline. Like, yeah. what planet are we living on? They, look at the... It's, it's the, the worst name, league in the world. It the really name, is. It's a name fiasco. Like, it, it's a joke. The the Coyotes thing bubbling up again. Like, good Jesus Christ. This is... It, it's not... It's not going to work on that level. Like, they're, they're going to keep backdoor falling into money because that's the way it works you have to be a complete fool to not make money in professional sports in 2017 and, and they're and, not and, doing and it and that's, that's just the, the, that's just the way it's thing. gonna go yeah. yeah oh man i mean they are but not at, overall but you know like i mean that's it's the league is so supported by like nine franchises that make money it's crazy I, it's I. It's amazing to me that like that they're they continue to be comfortable with status quo in the NHL when it hasn't worked uh, in any real way in terms of growth for twenty five years. Yeah, my my theory has been for a uh, quite a while now. My theory has been that there are no like everybody's just kind of decided on hockey as it is. Correct. You know, like. Like, there are no casual sports fans who are like, oh, a uh, Chicago-Pittsburgh game, huh? Maybe Check I'll give it out. a try. Yeah. 
everybody has made up their mind on hockey in its current form. And so the league just does whatever it wants because it knows that the, you know, let's say 2 million people who love hockey and give money to the league will just do it forever. I and mean, fine. To... Then I like whatever. If the, if that's the way it works, then... No, I agree. <sighs> like, there, it's, it's, it's just incredibly frustrating because it's like when they get a good idea, like uh, the HBO series, like the outdoor games. Oh, yeah. Like, they're great. The, the, all-star, the all-star fantasy draft. Yeah. At and, least that at least the draft process. Right. And it gets, choked, it gets choked out. That's always that's always the, the the way that it works and they deserve it. They 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 deserve to be the ninth biggest sport in North America. Yeah. Which is which or whatever. Big big four is is deceptive because they're smaller it, than college football, they're smaller right. than it, and also, college hoops, they're smaller than NASCAR. Like it's Right, like it, it was it, that. Like we decided Big Four in 1975. Right. Yeah. And so, so it creates this idea that they're somehow fourth instead of eleventh. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, UFC blows it out of the water in oh, terms God. of popularity. Soccer. So, yeah. At, NASCAR. Yeah. Significantly. So. And. And so that's the, what the reason that I think they might smarten up here um, is just again it's the first time in seventeen years they're doing something like this. It's not the day to day league shit that they fuck up it, all the they, time. They've done it shittily at every turn. I, like they, I, they I, couldn't they couldn't even unveil the logo the right way. Yeah, I mean that that's the classic NHL shit, but that that's more of a franchise thing. Like the league is not the reason they fucked up that video presentation or whatever, right? So what I'm in the saying, in the sense that it wasn't produced by the league, but but have but like make sure that they have their shit together. Yeah. Say, "Hey, let's take a look at, at at the video you you have to run. Are you guys signing your franchise papers?" Or, or are you or are you going to give some dummy interview to to the Las Vegas paper saying we might not be able to get it done because it's a lot of stuff to sign, which is a literal thing that Bill Foley said. Mm-hmm. It's a joke, and at no point has it not been a joke. So you know, yeah, we can be hopeful, sure, but nothing has happened to to provide that hope other than other than we just think that for the good of the league that they'll do it right. Right. Ugh, I'm in a terrible mood. I can tell. You're steamed. Usually it's me who's steamed. No, nah, it was a long day. Don't feel great. Oh, no. But no, it's... it's I don't like it, to hear it, it re- that. It really is, man. It's... it's Because ultimately, like, I, it, this is also making it sound like I care more than I do. Like, if, if they want to keep stumbling around in the dark and dicking around and screwing up Every possible thing they could screw up, like fine, I don't care. I'm I'm gonna still enjoy watching the games. It's really it's no skin off my ass, but ugh. yeah, I you know. And at the end of the day, the team is still named the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, I was thinking about that in terms of um. You know, like New Jersey Devils, New York Islanders, NJD, NJI. What 
the fuck are we going to do for the three-letter? VGK. Oh, because it's Vegas, not Las Vegas. Yeah, never yeah. mind. No, well, I forgot well, but about no, that. But, that. but that exposes another completely stupid part of that process is that they're not is that they're the vegas golden knights right that just draws attention to how, to how stupid that is the the other <laughs> utterly minor league aspect of it yeah yeah they're they're like it's like the lehigh valley iron pigs or something and they're a they're they're, they're an nhl team. they're an nhl team and well just the whole thing of like Oh well, we were we would be the knights, but the London Knights own the copyright oh, for hockey. What the fuck? It's like, how like, does that make Jesus any Christ. fucking sense? That doesn't make any sense at all. Like you, you, you're getting bullied by an OHL team. <laughs> My God. You like even if that weren't seriously, like, what is it like? Was it is it like Dale Hunter like? sitting down at the end of a conference table and pounding his fist and saying no is that what happened i want to know i no like what i'm what i'm saying is i even if it weren't a thing where they were like hey you know when it comes to this like we're an ohl team you're an nhl team and we're telling you no and it were and it was actually related to like copyright concerns or whatever it's it just doesn't make sense because you're like, look at you know half the fucking teams in college basketball are the Hawks or the Eagles or whatever, right? Why did why, why does I assume, that work? I assume that there was a legitimate copyright law reason that 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 didn't happen. But it doesn't make any fucking sense that it would be, dude. Like, I don't know. I don't. I mean, no. It it doesn't it doesn't make immediate logical sense. No, but. Or, or I don't who who knows, dude. Like Army are told Bill Foley to go get lost once. Yeah. Hey, can we name the Black Knights? No. no. Who are you again? What sport are we talking about? Oh, here? and by the way, I, absolutely not. Do Do you remember the thing of uh of apparently there's like an Air Force battalion called the Golden Knights that was yes. Like, we're thinking. Oh my god! These idiots. I had my. I was I was I had my fingers crossed, hoping that they would somehow screw it up. Ultimately, with that, I how agree. great would that be? I agree, a hundred percent. So then you'd have the they have to go to the the purple you know, knights, the purple knights, exactly. God. Oh man, uh, the, dumb, the dumbest, dumbest league, the dumbest league. It's not. They're getting dumb. I swear to God. Oh, they right? absolutely are. They've got they've gotten dumber in the in the last yeah, four years. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, they have. True, like so I, oh man. So yeah, to your point, I'm not sitting here saying, you know, for sure I'm gonna uh, I'm like believing that the league is not gonna step in their own shit and then fall backwards into the. I shit. agree. I agree that if that if they did this right, it would represent a huge pivot for them. Yep. And it would it would change the way that, you know, the assumption that I have, which is backed up by years of proof that they're gonna screw everything that they can screw up, screw up everything they they can screw up. Yeah. So if they if they pull this off and do it the right way, then. A, I'll I'll be happy because it'll be it'll be a fun experience, and B, it'll change the way I feel about the league moving forward. But you know, if my aunt had wheels, she'd be a wagon. 
That's a good old-timey expression. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, I had someone today, or, like, I read online a thing that called water Adam's Ale. Have you ever heard that in your life? <laughs> no. Yeah. And I was like, what the f- what the hell is that? Like, I got it. What kind of the- what kind of Ned Flanders bullshit is that? <laughs> I don't know. It was just like, um, like I got it from the context clue that they meant water. You know what I mean? But a, a living a living person said this to you. Yes. Well, not said it. I read it online. Oh. Um, but yeah, like if somebody had said that to me, I would have been. I, I would have been convinced that it was a cop, you know, trying to, <laughs> trying to get me it's to tell. It's just him. like, yeah, a little bit of, a little bit of the devil's lettuce, eh? Yeah. What are you talking it, about? It's that's that's the abuse. It absolutely is, and it, there's nothing I hate more than when people are like, "Well, I can't call it," you know. No, I call it that. Yeah, you can. You can. You can just say water, and it'll be fine. Generally, not a fan of euphemisms. You know what, that's... I feel, like I feel like we might have talked about that before. I don't think you have. I I, I wrote I wrote something <laughs> a year or two ago just saying, for God's sakes, whenever someone gets hit in the balls, just say that they got hit in the balls. <laughs> just, like, don't, don't be like, whoa, we got hit. A little bit of a low blow there. You got hit in a sensitive area. The huh? Sensitive like, no, area no, is the one no. that the one that always pisses me off. You got hit in the testicles. Just say it. Technically, all areas are sensitive except that little part of your, uh, like on your elbow skin, where yeah, there's right, no nerves. where yeah, you can pinch it and not feel anything. That's not sensitive. Nope. But other than that, uh, yeah, we're we're. I was gonna say we're all adults here, but a we're not. Because obviously children watch watch sports. But what I'll say about that is... They they should know about testicles. You know what kids love? Watching guys get hit in the balls on TV. Yes, absolutely. They know all about it. And when you have an announcer, you know, doing the wink-wink nudge, like waka-waka, you got hit below the belt, you're just going to raise more questions. Just say it. Hitting the testicles. I know Dave Lozo agrees with me. Hmm. Uh, apparently, Adam Zale was got, really caught on during the temperance movement of the 1830s. Shocking! Can't believe, <laughs> can't believe that that's that its roots are there. <laughs> Adam's ale, because Adam didn't have ale; all he had was water. Right. Yikes! Good lord! That, that saying is, oh my god. Pre-emancipation proclamation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By a lot. Shit like that that was being said, like, it should be struck. Like, nobody should ever say that. If, if you have a saying like that, you should check. And if and if it comes up, like, earlier than 1994, <laughs> some weird, like, slang, just think twice. Uh, I'm also, I'm, like, I'm willing to go all the way with that. And, like, because cool probably started in, like, the 50s or something. If we can just get, like, if we had to get rid of cool to also get rid of people who say, like, Adam's Ale or what, yeah. whatever, that's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll oh, I'll man. think of, I'll, I'll think of different words. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> like, let's all just go with lit. That's fine. I don't care anymore. I know about that. Is that maybe too new for you? Uh, 
I think that goes back to what we were saying last week, where it's like I feel like a I feel like an, an imposter when I say that. Yes, but in this in this that's, scenario, that's, we that have, feels like an affectation. But I agree. Know, no, I agree. But in this scenario where we have done away with anything pre nineteen ninety four, we we have we have to come up with something to to indicate when a thing is cool or perhaps lit. Um, but we can grandfather and cool. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, I'm uh, like I want to know more and more about all these. Oh, apparently they also called alcoholic beverages Noah's wine. Cuz uh cuz no, they just you just couldn't call it wine? No, no, no. No, no, no. Noah's wine is a colloquial illusion meaning alcoholic beverages. The advent <laughs> of this type of beverage and the no, discovery not, of fermentation not... uh was attributed to Noah in the Bible. Of course, when he when he took two of all the animals onto a great big boat. Mm-hmm. Well, no, wasn't what like didn't Noah have a wicked son who he drowned because the other two, like he was getting fucked up all the time, and the other two were like, "No, we're we're uh, we're squares, Dad. We'll get on the Dude. boat with you and all these yaks or whatever." Twelve twelve years of Catholic school, and I honestly can't. I don't have a good answer for that for you. I uh, I am basing my biblical knowledge here on the film Noah, <laughs> the Darren Aronofsky. Noah. Noah. Was that the first movie where we we were supposed to take Hermione as like a serious actress? Noah. I don't yeah. think so. Okay, because she like that's the first one I remember her seeing seeing her outside the context of uh of uh, meaning Emma Harry Emma Potter. Watson. Yeah, that's her name. No, that's not true. She, uh, did you see the perks of being a wallflower? Sure didn't. Okay. Huh. That was although, a although non-Harry Potter. I, well, she played, I guess she was a high school character in that, so maybe maybe so. I don't know. And maybe, was, she, was it one where she was just pretending to not be magic? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh, dude, that was that could have been a... I didn't even think of that. That was filmed in Pittsburgh. We could have done that for the Pittsburgh Boston movie draft, oh, but you it's blew also it. not that very good of a movie. Did not see it, like I said. Did you read the book? No. Was Hermione in that? She played Hermione in the book. Sick. <laughs> um, well, because now everybody's super mad about uh, Beauty and the Beast, like the live-action remake, which, by the way... These live-action remakes of, like, old Disney movies, I don't know that there's anything more obnoxious to me. Nope, disagree. Jungle Book was good. I, I, here, here's what I will say. I did kind of enjoy the Jungle Book. There were elements of it I really liked. Um, but I didn't like that they were like, oh, and by the way, it's still all the stupid songs. You I know what I mean? really do that. In Jungle Book? That's not true. Like, Bare Necessities came up a couple times. That was about it. Bare Necessities? No, uh, absolutely not. The uh, King Louis, Christopher oh, there Walken was, did there the... was. Well, it's Christopher Walken. Yeah, I don't want to hear Christopher Walken doing, like, jazz singing. He's a song and dance man. Is he? I mean, he's a dance <laughs> man. We all saw the music video. I don't know if he's a song man. Dude, there were not... Hold on. There were not that many songs. And also, Bare Necessities was, like... Yeah, I, it, like, it's a forty. It's a forty-five second song. I understand, but what I'm saying to you is, if they're like, by the way, we're going for a little bit of gritty realism in our Jungle Book remake. I don't want to see a bear 
who can sing. I don't know why. But you're okay with seeing a bear who can talk. Not really. I don't know that it was gritty. Re- I don't think it's gritty realism at all. Well, it's a gritty. Beauty and the Beast has talking clocks and teapots. Yeah, fine. That's like what I'm saying is, I don't. I like. I think that shit works in a cartoon. I don't want to see a CGI uh, clock. To your to your point, um, singing to Hermione about how he wants her to stay at the castle. I think it works completely fine as a, as an animated movie. Like here's, here's another thing. Like the CGI jungle book was the, the jungle book cartoon was, was just, it was a trifle. It was, you know, silly and short and whatever. And they actually found, and I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but they found like unmined territory in the, in in the Jungle Book uh, live action remake, like there's, you know, some interesting stuff that, uh, some some stuff that gets fleshed out and and added that was not part of the cartoon, which makes it, in my opinion, better. Sure. But Beauty and the Beauty and the Beast is, I mean, that's an alt. That's I could watch the animated version like right now. It's I it holds seen up it in quite a while. It's, it's I watched it a couple years ago just out of boredom and it was it's honestly very charming and and well done in a way that the Jungle Book animated movie is not. So I'm interested to see if they can find like anything else. Right, like cuz that's draw the thing out is, of it. Cuz all the all the trailers that I've seen of it and I, you know, when you go to the movies a lot, you see the same trailers over and over and over again. Uh you know, it seems like it's a fucking shot for shot remake. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it, so it, I'm really... it, it really does. Like, she's wearing the exact same dress. Like, I, I don't... So, if it's, like... If it falls into that that area where, like, it's the Psycho remake right. that Gus Van Zandt did, and it's just, you know, Vince Vaughn <laughs> doing a step-for-step, line-for-line line for line remake of the original, I, like, I can't imagine anything worse. Right. But... And, and at the same time, you know, the original was so great that I don't know what else, what they could do differently and have it and, and improve upon. Yeah. Whereas there was a lot to upon the junk book. And I, and it's tough to imagine that being the case with this. Right. I, and the other thing is there wasn't as much singing, I don't think, um, in the, in the jungle book movie as there is in like beauty and the beast, which has like, you know, 12 songs in it or whatever um right so they're also making um live action remake versions of the lion king i think is the next one but then aladdin the little mermaid like snow white like they're just doing all of them now here's what i'll say i don't know how i feel about it no i i'm with you and we'll see how the beauty and the beast one goes but um I gotta say, like I was not expecting to enjoy the Jungle Book remake as much as I did. So if, you know, maybe there's a chance that the, that this stuff could be entertaining. But yeah, I, as they release more and more Beauty and the Beast trailers, I was like, this just looks like they're doing shot for shot remake of it, and I would be very disappointed if that's, you know, what the outcome actually was. Yeah, and also I didn't think the Beast looked very good in any of the mm. trailers. It's a real bummer. I, it's like. I think it's an inherent problem when you have like talking clocks and and 
candelabras and teacups and then you reverse engineer that to make it look to make them look more like clocks and less like singing characters do you, right. know, you know what i mean yeah. like it's 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 literally the opposite process that animators and beauty and the beast in, in the animated movie actually undertook or, like even, like, or even like, like wally where where in wally they they made um they just spent like a year finding appliances that looked like people basically like right exactly and, to, and to, this to is to imbue these like these inanimate you know objects with humanity and and make it work on that level like that was that was the goal of of that process in those movies and now it's like <laughs> and now it's like no we just we just kind of want it to look like a clock right and and that's and that's i guess what i meant by like the the real gritty realism where it they're like this is in no way a cartoon like all this shit happened this yeah, little no, boy okay I, I i understand you better now yeah like and that and that's the thing like you you looked at you know uh for the, the example that the part of the movie that I really hated was his run in with the with the snake. Yeah, that was unnecessary. That um, was just to get Scarlett Johansson's voice in the movie. I'm sure. sure, and but like that happens in the movie in the in the like original cartoon too. But it was just like okay, well, in, in your version of this, the snake is twelve miles long, and right. and again, it was just like either it's a cartoon. Or it's live action and, like, we're supposed to really feel, like, more of the danger. Because the idea of, of a cartoon for children is that you're kind of divorced from the actual peril of, you know, uh, the mob going to the Beast's castle and trying to kill him, right? Right. And now, if you're like, oh, by the way, like, Hermione and... That guy who I can't remember who is what his name is, but the guy who plays Gaston. Are, like, are you like actually trying to not call her Emma Watson? I never remember <laughs> are, that. That's are you actively are you actively trying to to not use her real name? No, I I just never remember that that's her name ever. In my head, she is Hermione first. <laughs> I, I I've also never seen a Harry Potter movie. Oh, see, I've seen all of them, uh, but anyway, so like the idea that. These are people that are now, like, literally in danger, but also they have to talk to, like, a clock that kind of had a face forced on it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a CGI clock with, like, a very, yeah. <laughs> Again, it's like I said, wait, we kind of, remember the animated Cogsworth? We kind of need to make him look like a real clock again. Right. It, it, does, it doesn't work. And so that that's what I mean is, like, it, it, it kind of puts this peril into it like there should be it feels like there should be because it's it's live action but then because it still kind of looks stupid it's like well why are we doing this at all you know what i mean yeah no i, I mean we'll we'll see like i said i i liked i like the jungle book obviously more than right more but, than you, but did. you you can make you can make like a panther look like it's talking and still have it look like a panther you can't make a clock that or a guy that got turned into a clock look like it's talking and still have it look like a man who was turned into a clock in the, in the animated movie you can in the original beauty and the beast no that's what i'm saying but like when when you add in this has right. to also look realistic <laughs> it also also has that's what i said like yeah. he, wait he also has to look more like a clock now right it's an inherent it's an inherent problem yeah so that that's why i'm that's why i'm iffy like 
So I, I just pulled up like there's a Disney wiki. The next one after this, I was wrong. The next one is Mulan next year. Um, and, like, I honestly didn't. I didn't see. Like I was a little bit too old when that came out. I yeah, didn't see. no, I agree. But like I know there's a there's a um, there's a like small dragon or something. But the rest of the movie is kind of straightforward. Like no real fantasy elements to it that I that I remember. I think I saw it once. Um, so it's like, yeah, you can make that work, but yeah. when, you know, when they have to do Dumbo in a few years, I don't know, folks. I mean, we'll see. Like I, I, I I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt until they make a couple terrible ones in a row, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah. That is more than enough talking about Disney CGI movies. Oh, I don't agree. Let's, <laughs> let's do another 45 minutes on it. Okay. Uh, so do you want to just do the draft then? Let's do the draft. Yeah. All right. Um, so I was at a, at a hockey game the other night and, Mm -hmm. uh, coming out of the second intermission, they played Thunderstruck and I was like, God damn, this song is amazing. This song is so goddamn good. And then I was thinking like, this is elite level, like, uh, arena rock music is Thunderstruck. It comes on mm-hmm. and everybody's like, hell yeah, dude, let's go. So, the draft this week is elite level song that comes on at a hockey game or a yeah. football game or whatever, and people are just like into it. It doesn't matter how many times they've heard it. It needs to be, yeah, right, and we're, we're talking staples here, not like songs that we think would be good if they were played right, exactly. more often. Like, I remember a, a couple a couple years ago, I was at a Charlotte Bobcats game, and they warmed up to Ghostface Kill as the champ. That would rule, dude. It, it, it's you know it's off it's off fish scale. It is produced by Just Blaze. It is unbelievable. It's yep. great, and I wish more teams would do that. But that's the only time I've ever heard it. So that would you know. So what I'm saying is, I can't pick. I can't pick Ghostface. We got we we, we got to stick with the tried and true stuff. Yeah, like stuff that would be if it still existed, like would be on Jock Jams or perhaps already was. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, with the first pick, I'm I'm actually not going to take Thunderstruck with the first pick. I'm going to take Welcome to the Jungle. Oh wow! Son of a bitch! I thought you were going to take. Uh, I thought you were going to take Thunderstruck. No, uh, well, so like Thunderstruck got me thinking about it. But I, I saw the tweet. And I thought, well, by the way, you're picking first because you lost last week. Yeah, shut up. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. This needs to be said. Um, but yeah, like, welcome to the jungle. That siren at the beginning, and then the guitar comes in, and then that. Oh, like that's that's good. It's perfect. It is the perfect arena rock song. As bad as Guns N' Roses in general is, they fucking oh, nailed absolutely. it with that one. Absolutely. And they are bad. All right, so I'm just going to take Thunderstruck now. Yeah, great call. Because I I was – okay. No, but that's also a great song, and it's, uh, it's a great uh, – <laughs> when, you're, when you're 20 years old and really into drinking games, it's a great drinking game. Did you ever no, – did you I'm ever find familiar. it? Okay. You stand in a circle. You start uh, – w- one person start. you know, the, the start of the circle starts drinking when the song starts – and then the next person starts drinking the first time they say thunder. So you switch off every time uh, every time 
you hear the word thunder just oh, going around boy. going around in a circle and it's great there's certainly a few places where, where where you can get where you can get completely destroyed oh yeah uh but yeah so that's 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 still honestly the first thing i think of with that and also the uh it was the walk-up music for former pittsburgh pirates closer mark melanson mm. so, well big I'm gonna, fan I, i'm gonna stick with the ones that are like good intro songs yeah, no, I, I, I know, but I, just coincidentally, I also really wanted. To, I'm, I'm gonna flat out say it, man. I really wanted to take "Welcome to the Jungle" because I, I thought you were gonna take "Thunderstruck." Yeah, and you know what? Great one A, one B, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna go with another one that's a really good intro song. Like I said, like you need an extra night. Like you can't play it in the middle of the game. But you, but if you have that extra ninety seconds, I know, like, coming out I know, of, I know, I know what you're gonna pick. What's that? Enter Sandman. Oh no, I was I, I was gonna pick Hell's Bells. Oh, also by ACDC, also used by a closer, Trevor Hoffman. Hell yeah, and yeah, it fucking rules. Hell, like say what you want about ACDC, they know how to write a hit. Mm-hmm. Hell's Bells is an incredible song, and it's not as good as Thunderstruck. I think Thunderstruck is the best ACDC song, but yeah, Hell's Bells destroys. Mm-hmm. So, there you have um, it. We're going like closer songs. I'm going Enter Sandman. Yeah, sure. Uh, my three of my best friends went to Virginia Tech, kind of randomly, and I spent a lot of time in Blacksburg, like during college. And that's this is the song they play ahead of their to at the start of like when their players run through the tunnel mm-hmm. at the start of football game of the football games there. It's a huge, 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 like seventy-five thousand seat stadium, uh, and I gotta say, man, Enter Sandman at Lane Stadium in Blacksburg—that's like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It's great, and but it it also applies everywhere else. Like it's, you know, you need a little bit of run up to it, but once it once yeah. it kicks in, it's pretty great. Oh yeah, and, and you know, like I, I when putting together my list, I was just thinking about like. The Black Album gets a lot of shit from Metallica fans, and rightly so. There's a lot of garbage on there. But with that I mean, having this been is, said, what? this is not. This is we're not drafting like. No, of course, but like most intricate Metallica songs. No, uh, but Enter Sandman, undeniably a good song. It's not a Metallica song, but it's a great song. It and, is a Metallica song. <laughs> well, you know what it I is mean. by Metallica. You know what I mean, though. Um, what? Because it, because it, it, because the bass is shitty on it. Is it? Is that your problem with it? The bass is shit. It's just not like a thrash metal song. When I think of <laughs> metal, you know what I mean. Like I think of uh, yeah, no, Master of Puppets. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that having been said, when the in the video when the truck hits the bed, that's yeah. good shit, baby. That's that's <laughs> all I want to know about. Uh. uh, uh I'll pick. go next here. Seven Nation Army, White Stripes. Got to do it. I'm tired of it, but it had to get it had to get selected. And not not only like it's a fucking really good song that got I'm, overdone. Absolutely, I'm I I love the White Stripes as much as anybody, but uh, that's one of those things. Like, it's still great. It still works, but. Boy, that's like 
that's it that's uh, personally it's it's overplayed but whatever yeah and and i also like that it's kind of become this thing of like all the fans chant it too too many all these all these fan bases think they have like ownership of it right me, which, that, is, which is kind of funny like yeah. de- depending on depending on who you talk to it's like penn state football fans or you know soccer whatever english soccer fans yeah I'm, I'm, I couldn't even tell you which ones do it. I'm sure all of, all, all of, them, of them do. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good pick. I'm, I'm basically just bummed out that like, I can't listen to seven. Like I can't listen to it on my own anymore. Yeah. It, 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 it's it no just makes me real white master, but song. It's yeah, like the it arena song. No. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good call. Um, we will rock you. Yep. It's got to get done. It's in that same. Yeah, it's in the same Seven Nation Army category, where it's like, and it really. Is, I mean, Metallica for that matter too. Like, is it a great Queen song? No. No. Is it a great song to play in in a stadium or an arena? Absolutely. Maybe the best. This is big value for me in round three. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna go a little different. With with this next pick, I'm gonna pick "Jump Around" by House of Pain. Shit. Yep, it's good. It's not, that's a that's a stupid shitty song, but it, it's also kind of great. Yeah, it, when you hear it, it, like the only place you want to hear it is in an arena. But when you do, it rules. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, my fourth pick. Song 2 by Blur. Yep, that was on my list for sure. I also associate that with being the Penguin's Goal song, especially like in the late 90s. Yeah, it was the Bruins' served Goal a, song too. Served a, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of Goal songs. Served its purpose. What are your thoughts on Blur in general, by the way? I feel like you could give a shit about Blur. I like everything i've heard but i've never really felt compelled to like dive into the catalog it's a lot it's a lot yeah at this point there's a lot of there's a lot of shit to make your way through yeah for sure i enjoy blur in general but that's also such a that's a total total anomaly there's no other there's really no other blur song that sounds like that so it's funny it's funny to think of like a bunch of you know 18-year-old shitheads in, in 1996, like, <laughs> whatever, football players or something that got conned into buying Blur CDs on <laughs> on uh, on Columbia House or something. And then they were like, what is this? Yeah, you're like, wait, this is, this is, this is... That's yeah. classic Turn them into switch. huge Britpop fans. Yeah. Um, it, was a, it, was, it was a gateway into, you know... Hell yeah. A bunch of other stuff for them. All right, last one for me. Uh, Crazy Train. Yep. Yep. I, I, you know what? I should have taken that like two rounds ago. Mm. That, I, I mean, that is, as far as I'm concerned, borderline Thunderstruck Welcome to the Jungle level. Uh, that was just an oversight on my part. I had it too far down the list. I was. It was. That at. was. Yeah. I, I would have taken it next if, if you didn't. Um, I think that might be most the most played out of all of them. Oh, I totally agree. But again, right? like, like I, I think that's more played out than 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 uh, we will rock you, honestly. Ooh, I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, we will rock you with them in like beer commercials. So you're right about that. But... The the thing about Crazy Train is like they used to play it at Pirates games when I when I was a kid. Like at least without fail, once a game. And I yeah. went to a lot of baseball games as, as a kid. Yeah, I hear I hear it a couple times a week because I go to college hockey games. Like yeah, it, it gets played all the time, and it should because it's a great like arena kind of a song. You know, it, it's. It's perfectly if used I, for what it is, but I think again, if, I you think, never want to hear it outside that context. Are you more if, if like one came on the radio when you're in the car? Which one would you be more apt to leave on? Crazy Train, no question. I think that might be true. So I'm I'm gonna walk back what I said before. But I just I feel like I, We Will Rock You doesn't have a real like. No, it doesn't. A, a, a real life it's, it's application at all? No, it ab- no. yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's not a song. <laughs> uh, so with my last pick, this is this is sort of tough. I think we we pretty much we must have had the same list here. I I have um, five left. I could keep going. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm gonna go lose yourself. Yep, Eminem. Good call. That that if if we had kept going and you hadn't taken it, that would have been my next one. So there we go. Yep, it's a great. You know, you know, it was great when they used it in that Chrysler commercial that ran during the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Not familiar. Do you remember that? No. Okay. It was a it was a Chrysler commercial, and uh, it was it was well done. Yeah. Again, really good song. Um, it gets made fun of a lot now. Yeah, it does. Cause it, but the, like we're talking about all all these songs too. Like yeah, every every song on this list is a punchline because that's the level of, of how culture of good cultural and popular sat- it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of like cultural saturation, and it has to hit to be popular enough to be played ad nauseum in sixty thousand seat stadiums. So yeah, these these songs are all a punchline in, in one way or another for sure. Yeah. Except for except for jump around, which is a very loves serious. It. It's a serious artistic statement by House of Pain. It, and you know, you know what I would say too about that song is, can could there possibly be a better song than that to open Mrs. Doubtfire? I'm gonna say no. No, not at all. It's perfect. Yeah. So, uh, did and, you have, and next week, next week we draft songs on the Mrs. Doubtfire soundtrack. Did you uh, have any other ones written down that you didn't get to, like honorable Shout. mentions? Shout. Tears for Fears? Shout? No. Oh, like Twisted. Like, oh, like yeah, yeah, Animal yeah. House Shout. Right, right, right. Um, I Other ones I had left over were Where the Streets Have No Name. Again, a good intro song. I don't think that is a stadium song. I. Okay. It hasn't been enough. used enough. Fair enough. I'd have, I'd have fought you on that one. Well, you know what? I live in Boston. We love you two here, so... Like, Maybe that's why. Does that mean I, I I couldn't pick the house that heaven built by Japan Drives just because the Canucks came out to it for a little bit? No, well, what I'm saying is maybe my uh, my view of it is skewed because I hear it a lot at stadiums, whereas maybe you do not. Do you see? I, I, I've I've heard it. I've heard it in arenas and stadiums, but. It just doesn't seem like a stadium song. To All me. right. What know. about we're not going to take it? You yeah. Give, you give up a goal. That's That gets played. Happens a lot. Yep. Uh, won't get but, fooled again. 
that's a big hockey song. Kickstart my heart. Yeah. 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 Probably, yeah. Probably that one. I remember I, they were, they would play that after every goal that the South Carolina Stingrays scored, uh, the, the ECHL team. And I went to a game where they scored like nine. Was it? It was like, or at the start of every power play or something. Okay. I can't, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, I went to a game where they either, you know, they scored nine goals or on the power play like 15 times. Uh, so I heard that song 15 times. Um, yeah, Blitzkrieg Bop. Oh, sure. Yeah. I also, the last one I had was Eye of the Tiger. Yep. Yep, I had that on there. So, there you go. There's your list. Way to go. We're done. I feel like this one's pretty even. Yeah, I agree. So, I'm gonna. Would... I'm only going to lose by eight points this week. You got beat pretty bad again last week, bud. Yeah, I know. I'm familiar. As you should have. As you should have. Fuck off. He went full. He went full Toy Story again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, did you see the the ringer list of fast food stuff? No. That's by chance. The the ringer had this big had this big ranking of fast food items, and I looked for it, but I guess they must have overlooked it. No mention of Boston Market green beans on there. I don't know what they were thinking. Of, first of all. It was KFC green beans, and you know that. <laughs> I, I, honest mistake. I'm fucking sorry. asshole. <laughs> That's that serious. Like that was truly, truly an honest mistake. Son of a bitch. Um. Yeah. No, I did not see that. I'm sorry. I, I literally just looked at it, did a control F for <laughs> of green beans. Of course you did. I'm surprised you didn't text it to me, you prick. Saved it. Saving it. <laughs> uh, All right. Okay. Question time. Question time. Um. All right. Let's start off. This is kind of on topic here. Uh, John Evans asks, if you had to date a Disney princess, which one would it be um, and why? I just had this conversation uh, very recently. Um, I think it would be Belle. Why? Why do you say that? I don't know. She just seems like she'd be nice to talk to. She's smart, mm, bookish, hot, hot, bookish, hot and bookish. Though. Well, I'm not gonna say hot because I'm not a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> that's what. Look, man, that's what the implication <laughs> in in the question is. So you might just get get it out of the way. Uh, I I will say Belle because she puts up with an uggo who has a horrible personality. Really, <laughs> <laughs> really right up my alley. Oh, yeah, that's really good. And and you like holding girls captive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Against their will. <laughs> this is uh, a lot of boxes for me. Um, Princess, Princess Jasmine. Very close second place, I would say. Really? Sure, she's rich. Ooh. <laughs> Again, this goes back to we don't want to have to do shit in our lives. <laughs> Seriously. Aladdin, he's got a great life. He's mm-hmm. He's the... He's the second in line, I guess. Even though she should be, <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, uh, well, you know, in a lot of, like, you know, those early Middle yeah. Eastern civilizations. <laughs> not not very progressive, which is, you well, know. Th- well, there's that, but also, like, the Sultan didn't have any sons. Like, this guy had a harem, I'm sure. 
he also didn't have a wife, so maybe the implication is that like she died in childbirth or something. Disney loves doing that. Oh, sort that, of shit. that is the classic Disney move for sure. The answer is still Bell, but yeah, Jas- totally agree. Jasmine's close. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who my second would be. I mean, the Little Mermaid because she lives underwater. That sounds nice. You wouldn't have to deal with like. She's friend with she's friends with a seabird. Uh, I guess we're talking about when she was not half fish. No, that I mute. I want her to be the fish only. I don't want like I don't want to have a mute girl hanging. Yeah, right, around. so I you don't know what's I, going on. I guess on. We, I guess we have an actual human being that can speak. Is what the assumption is. Oh, so you're saying like after the curse is broken, right? Because again. Either half fish or unable to speak would. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean, I have bad probably... news for you. This now also means that you have to find a ship and drive it into a sea sorceress's yeah. stomach. So good luck with that. <laughs> Bell. The answer is Bell. Correct. Um, let's see here. Th- this this is very up our alley too. Uh, Tankov. At Homer Sampson, good, mm-hmm. good job getting that. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather have a mac and cheese burger or a burger with a side of mac and cheese? Burger with a side of mac and cheese. Mm. I think I although would go there is mac and cheese burger, I've never had one, but that sounds really good. There's something about that that just makes you feel truly, truly disgusting reprehensible yes mm-hmm. there's a really great hot dog place by me uh these dogs in six d's six pack and is it, i think it's we just call it d's but i think its full name is six packs and dogs mm-hmm. and they make a hot dog that has macaroni and cheese on it and uh it might be my dad's favorite thing in the world <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah but i i there's something about it man it's just not it's not my thing i'd much rather just have have the two. Mm-hmm. Next question. Next. All right. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have anything else to say about it. I, no, it's just. No, that's fine. Uh, I, I love both. Like, I think that's also part of it is I love burgers and I love macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Like on their own. Mm-hmm. So. No one's disagreeing with you. Uh, okay. Mark. Sounds like you are, but whatever. No, I, I see the merits of both sides. Um. Mark Gillis, Mark underscore underscore Gillis. Uh, would you rather see a show with two bands you think are good or one band you love and one you hate? A band I love and a band I hate. Agreed. 100%. Have, have done it. Have done that many times. Many times. It, like, most shows I go to, I feel like <laughs> that's what it's like. Um, although, I will say, when you have two bands you think are good... Like when I saw uh, Craig Finn and Japan Droids. Not like Craig Finn solo, I think is very good. Japan Droids, I don't love as much as like you do. So right. I was like, oh, this is just a really good, solid show, you know? Yeah, uh, no, it's, that's fine. But like, if it's a band that you really don't care for, especially if you're going to see the opener, you can leave. Yeah. Great move. Oh, I did that. Yeah. I went. I did that at uh, Titus Andronicus a couple years ago. I watched like four songs of Lucero's set and then just walked out. It was great. 
Oh yeah, that I I did the exact. Well, actually, you know, uh, So So Glows was playing literally at a club down the street from where Titus Andronicus was playing. Mm-hmm. So I saw Titus Andronicus, went to get chicken fingers at the place next door, and then went to see So So Glows. That's great. It was a, great a perfect night. I saw Jeff Rosenstock and the Menzingers a couple weeks ago. I'm last going to that maybe. on April first. Good show. Yeah, I like I'm certainly excited. like Jeff. I like Jeff Rosenstock more than I like the Menzingers. Um, but their song sounded good. Uh, but the fans were very obnoxious. The Menzingers fans were annoying. Yeah, I saw them with the men a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, I really like the men. And that was yeah. when the men put out that country album. That which was really was good. Fanta- which I, I listen to that more than any of their other stuff at this point. Yeah, they put out a like a kind of metal album end of last year that I thought was only okay. But, um, yeah, I, I really like that's the a, men. That's the one with like Half Angel, Half Light on it. Yeah. Uh, I, it's what called is... Devil Music. I don't remember the names. Oh, of the no, songs. never mind, never mind. This is, no, 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 I'm talking about the one, I'm talking about the, the country. Oh, album. yes, yeah, 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 that country record's great. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's unbelievable. It's... Yesterday's New Hits, New maybe? Moon or something? No, wait a second. There was, there was a stretch ahead. where the men were putting out, like, an album every nine it months. Was, it was tough, it was tough to keep track of. Yeah. This was one that kind of sounded like a Tom Petty record. Yes. Uh, New Moon is what it was called. Yeah, really good album. Check it out. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so like I did not. I did the same thing. I watched like four Menzinger songs and said, "Okay, I'm good. See you later." Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that show because I like Roswell Kid, who's the opener. Yes, uh, I really. Like I didn't Roswell know much. Kid I didn't know much about them, but they they were they were good. Yeah, I'm a big fan. They I saw them on tour with. Uh, Diarrhea Planet several years ago, and uh, I was immediately like, "Ooh, I'm into this a lot." They're from West Virginia. Is that so? Yeah, one of the like I think probably the only band I know for sure is from West Virginia. So cool. Yep. Um, our old friend Jake at Brogepi asks, "What is the best wrestling finisher?" Oh boy, this could be a I could have a bad answer for this part, right? I mean, you could, but I, I feel like, like you're not you're not a huge wrestling fan, so no. You're gonna I mean, come, like my you're gonna come up with one where I'm like, yeah, that's fine, that makes sense. It's it's a Stone Cold Steiner. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Absolutely, not even a question. So you think even like with all your depth of wrestling knowledge, that that is the best finisher? Absolutely, and I'll t- and I I have like a psychological theory as to why the thing that makes a good wrestling finisher is that you could do it to anybody at any time. Yes. So, like, you can't give, say, Yokozuna the tombstone at any time. You have to beat the shit out of Yokozuna for 45 minutes before you can do it, right? Whereas Stone Cold Steve Austin could walk out of the corner to start a match, kick a guy in the stomach, Stone Cold Stunner, the match is over. Right, and in that same vein, like, sweet chin music. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, or and you know what? Right? I, I yeah, um, it doesn't, it doesn't, it wasn't his finisher, but like the Goldberg spear mm-hmm. was the same thing. Where like, right, it, can, it can happen at any time. He could bust it out twelve seconds into a match, or it could take him a while to work up to it, and you just don't know. And it's and it's that spontaneity where it could come out of anywhere. That's what makes it fucking exciting. And The Rock had it for a while with the Rock Bottom. 
But then mm-hmm. when he got like super famous and, and like the biggest wrestler alive, he started milking it where he would like look around with the guy's arm, you know, and you were just like, well, why doesn't he just elbow you in the head now? Right. So, so you're, where, where do you, where do you, what's your stance on the people's elbow then? Uh, like it's silly. Yeah. It's silly, but like the rock always had an element of like silliness to his whole shtick. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's like build up. That's like build up to a climax rather than like quick strike stone cold stunner. Right. Like that's, that's escalating action. Right. And so, yeah, like I would, you know, when the rock is about to do the people's elbow, everybody's like, Oh, this is great. Cause he's going to do the thing we like. But with this, like, with Sweet Chain Music, with the stunner, you're like, oh, shit, that just came out of nowhere. That was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why I think the Stone Cold Stunner is literally the perfect wrestling finisher. All right. Let's Um, make this the last one. Two more, real quick. Uh, Sarah Barnett asks... uh, Who? Who? Not familiar. Um, How much would you have to be paid to delete your Twitter account and never use Twitter again? Um. Oh my God, Why, do you do you have a number in mind for this? No, I, I really don't. And never use it again. Never use it again. Like you can't even look at it. <laughs> it'd have to be. This is pathetic. It'd have to be a, a whole lot. It'd have to be a huge amount of money. Just like a million, like, like work, a million dollars, like for work purposes. Yeah, I like I wouldn't be able to work anymore. No, absolutely not. So it would have, it would need to be enough money to go like, you know, m- move somewhere and buy a fish, buy like a, buy a fishing boat or something. Yep. Totally agree. Million dollars. <laughs> sure. Um. All right, and then finally, Andrew Cizlak asks, "Would you rather jump out of a plane?" and I, I assume he asked this knowing your aversion to it, but uh, would you rather jump out of a plane with a 75% chance your chute is actually filled with cutlery or drive from New York to Boston in less than three hours on a motorcycle with no helmet and with your current motorcycle experience? Oh boy. This is a hard question. It's a, it's a fantastic question. Uh, well, first off, I have no motorcycle driving ability. Correct. Same. Uh, and I'll just tell you right now, it's like a three and a half hour drive. Right. It's New not York to Boston. Like that's, oh, you are man. going probably at an insane rate of speed. 80 miles an hour on I would, average. Like, not okay, so, so you're going traffic. You got to go with the map. You're there's a 75% chance you live. No, uh, die. What? There's a there's a twenty five percent chance that your sh- that your parachute isn't filled with like just forks and knives. Oh, it's a twenty five percent chance that it isn't. Right. Oh Jesus. How are you gonna get? How's it even? It's not possible for a seasoned motorcycle rider to get from Boston to New York in three hours, is it? Realistically, um, I would say unless you're driving in the middle of the night and there's well, no traffic. So let's say even that it is that you're driving in the middle of the night. There's going to be, you know, a smaller amount of traffic on, you know, whatever, 84, 90, whatever you want to take. Um, the problem is this. 
Like, when, when I'm on the highway and I see one of those motorcycles go by at 95 miles an hour, you know what I mean? Like, and that guy just blows your doors off even though you're doing 80. That terrifies me. Just the idea of being that guy is very scary. The idea that I would have to be that guy with a helmet sure on? That, I will, here's what I'll say, though. I'm pretty sure that if I were in a plane knowing that there was a 75% chance that I was about to plummet to my death, I would probably have a heart attack and die up there anyways. <laughs> I'm not even saying that. I I don't I'm <laughs> I'm saying that sincerely. I think yeah. I would die in the plane. What I'm saying I I, is I think I might take the chance on the motorcycle. What I'm saying is given what I know about like that drive and cuz I I make the New York yeah, no, I know. drive a lot. Yeah, I know. I know you do. So Given what I know about that and the speed I would have... Let's you, just say that there isn't traffic. You still have to average probably like 75, 80 miles an hour. With no helmet, you've never been on a motorcycle before. <laughs> I'm I, What I'm saying to you is that, I, in my opinion, that is certain death. Yeah. Certain death. Yeah. So I'll take the 25% chance. I, so it's like, what do you... So, once you're in the city limits, like once you're in, you know, wherever, like the Bronx, I guess, you if you're, coming, from under if the you're coming down. You get out from under like the Holland Tunnel or whatever. Is that the one you take to get? It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, you get you like, let's say Manhattan. You have to get into Manhattan. You can't. OK, like, well, no, I don't know that that's I don't know that that's fair. <laughs> like he didn't say you have to go to Manhattan. It says NYC. So that's. I'm just assuming Manhattan, like, in my head when I was figuring this out. But, like, yeah, even if you want to say the Bronx, you're going to die 20 miles into Connecticut. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I think I would probably try. I, like, I would die for sure both ways, but I'm pretty sure I would. No, you wouldn't die for sure both ways. You would have a 25% chance of no. living one of the no, ways. No, I would not. No, I would not because you have to account for me okay. dying in the plane of fear. Okay. Um, and you also, yeah, I'm I'm going motorcycle. Wow, I'm Darren. going motorcycle. If if it's like if the traffic is, I mean, because three hours was it two and a half hours? What do you say? It, it's like three and a half hours. What did he say like, though? Uh, under three. Under three. It's like 220 miles, so you have to go about eight, 75, 80. I'd do it. Wow. I'd, I'd, I would try that. If traffic wasn't a huge issue, I know how to ride a bike. <laughs> I bet it's the same exact thing. Same mechanism? Yep. 25% is just too low, man. I feel like there's a better than 25% chance that... Well, again... I think there's a probably a 95% chance I would just die in the airplane. Mm -hmm. So, give me the motorcycle. Okay. Well, that's that's it for us, I suppose. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Uh, rate and review if you have a chance. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Oh, and uh, happy birthday to Titus Andronicus's The Monitor. Came out oh, that's today. today. Yep. Great. Great album. My Happy favorite birthday. album of all time. We so. know. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>